You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. All right, what do you say? It's Wednesday, and we are getting set for the big Mets-Giants game tonight. Last night, we had the Blue Jays beating the Orioles, so that was kind of cool. Tonight, if we get that kind of drama, we will not get any sleep tonight. I think you're going to know within, by inning number two, what type of pitching game uh, Noah Syndergaard's going to have. I think I, if he's dominant in those first two innings, we're good for seven, eight innings. I agree with you. I think the first inning can be a little misleading because we've seen him go, you know, one, two, three on 12 pitches and then run into trouble in the second. So I totally agree with you. And the other thing would be if you, and I don't know if you did or not, but because my life has turned out to be loser central and all I do is watch baseball <laughs> with my kids, which right, is Right. That's cool, a nice bond. Which is thing, great. Yeah. Right. So I'm just making fun of myself. But uh, I remember when the Giants were in the summer playing the Yankees. Uh, me and my son sat down because he couldn't wait to see Bumgarner pitch because he didn't see him pitch much. But with the with the with the fantasy sports, he sees the stats. Couldn't wait to watch him. Neither could I. And he was awful. Now he gave up only a couple of runs, but every inning there were guys on base, leadoff double, fighting his way back. Couple of guys. I remember walking away from that game like, this is Madison. Like this is this dominant force who throws the ball at eighty five miles an hour and these wild curveballs. I'm like. Our guy's not killing this guy, but he's that good. So tonight will be fun, and we'll know early on if both guys got it. And I'm looking forward to a baseball game where there's a full-capacity crowd and oh, everyone's into it. it. Yeah, you. how about the fact that the entire FAN hosting team will be there tonight? Is that right? Boomer and Craig will be there, as we know. Evan and Joe will be there. And Mike will be there. Will they all sit together? Not even remotely close. Oh, not remotely. I'm not sure where Boomer and Craig are sitting, but I'm pretty sure their seats will be really good. I know Mike will sit first row or second row behind the on-deck circle. As so he he'll does. be on television. And Evan and Joe will be on the roof, <laughs> essentially. Because oh, Evan's They'll got his... the fans. The, yes, because Evan's got his season tickets. Right. And he sits behind home plate, but up. I bought his tickets from him once. They're really good seats. Great view. It's a great view, but they're high. You know the cool thing about Evan is, though? Because he's never on TV and never really has been, he walks around like he's just... John Q. Public. No one uh, bothers him. No, now, Joe gets mobbed. As we know. But Evan, he's just an anonymous, red-headed Met fan. Somebody sent me a picture yesterday of Joe on the subway that they just happened to take of Joe sitting on the subway looking miserable. Well, yeah. That's, and the, that's guy, the guy tweeted the photo to me and just said, uh, Joe's still thinking about the jet loss. He looked Probably. miserable. He had his Dunkin' Donut iced coffee yeah. on his on By the way, side. all of that sounds accurate. Yes. That's about right. <laughs> yes. Could have been this morning. Uh, per- perhaps. Yes, perhaps. Very possible. Jerry, I don't know if you're aware of all these uh, clown sightings going yes, on. Apparently Not... there are some in the towns by me now. Yeah. They're happening uh, in New Jersey, Long Island, and across America. Just weird 
people dressed in clown costumes. There were some threats to schools, yeah. which they had traced back to, like, just these punk kids doing pranks. And, yep. uh, but there have been weird clown sightings. And I was reading in the newspaper today that these bizarre, strange clown sightings are cutting into professional clowns' businesses. I believe it. Because now that we're all afraid of clowns, because they're just roaming our neighborhoods, nobody wants to hire clowns for their kids' parties. Yes, they're out. Because we're warning our children, beware of random clowns in your neighborhood, then you don't want to see one of uh, even a nice clown, Jerry, at a kids' party. Right, and as an example, let's say I hired a clown for my son's six-year-old birthday party, and the neighbors saw a clown get out of a car. Right, trouble. I mean, I'm not kidding. Someone might go tackle him. Mm-hmm. What What are these clowns doing? I honestly don't know. I had heard, and I don't know that this is true, so I'm not stating this as fact, but I had heard where there was one clown sitting, I want to say Middletown, New Jersey, I think, near a school, the rumor was... That he was trying to lure kids into the woods. I don't know that that's true. That is someone that lives in the area told me just to be careful and wary to keep my eyes out. If that's the case, arrest them. Let's go. Would you punch a clown in the face if you thought he was trouble? Yeah. Well, you're a grappler. If you got a clown to the ground, you would Although I got to be honest with you, right now with my back, that would be a problem. I'm going to guess that if you're the type of guy dressing up as a clown and wandering random neighborhoods, you probably do not have the strength to wrestle or fight anyone. That's They're normally like guys built like a veal. You might be very you know what right. I mean? You might be very right about that. Very bizarre, the whole clown <laughs> thing. It, over the years, it had popped up a couple of different times where it was like random clown sightings and cemeteries and things, and people had always thought, oh, this is uh, a nationwide promotion for like a scary clown movie. Right. But it turned out just to be... People just like dressing up as clowns. Now, there are people who will say that a fear of clowns is one of their biggest fears. Yes, I don't understand that. Like I've they never won't even they that. won't even like uh, like a clown lamp in your house. No, if you don't like clowns, you don't like them. But I don't understand how you're afraid of them. Right, something must have happened. If you if you're afraid of clowns, deathly afraid of clowns, something happened when you were a kid. Probably, like a clown tried to lure you into the woods, like you said, where uh, it was some of the rumors. Yes. Of course, the best clown thing I ever can think of is the Seinfeld episode with George and the Fire. Right. That George is at a children's be, party. That might be one of the... I mean, there's so many good ones. That one, I see that episode, I you can't turn it off. Right. Fire! Fire! <laughs> Running all the best of the kids. Get out of the way, kid! He knocks the old lady over with the walker. <laughs> and then he's sitting there. It was terrifying. And then they come after him. <laughs> And George also can't believe that the clown doesn't know who Bozo yes, the clown is. Yes, that's right. Is. Who's the actor? What John Favreau? Favreau, right? Who was uh, who we known from Swingers, and yes. then uh, he uh, directed the Iron Man's. Oh, did he really? I didn't oh, know yeah, that. he's a big time director, Jerry. The Swingers movies I saw, which I, I mean, of course, everybody will kill me. I did not like, but oh. uh, I did see them. I enjoyed. Well, there was one Swingers. And then they did another one that was uh, called something else, but right, it was but the it same, was the same characters, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. I think so. so Vince and, Vaughn and, they, and, and they shot Didn't they sh- shoot that down in Jersey? Uh, that I don't know. Maybe not. Possibly. I don't remember. I'm not sure. So uh, it's bad for clown business, Jerry. So oh, well, uh, well, sucks in tears of a clown. <laughs> that's a good one. Now, uh, do you think people will go as clowns for Halloween more no, likely I don't now think you or can. less? No, I don't, I don't think, think you can. can. There's no way. I actually said that to my wife the other day because Halloween's on a Monday. And lucky me, she's at work. 
Also, you get to take the kids around. Uh, now she'll she's great. She'll do her best to get home early so she can do it, and that's fine. But I, I mean, just don't. I didn't like it when I was a kid. I mean, you get the candy, that's fine. But I Halloween. never understood my friends that would go out literally all afternoon right. and night. It's like after you've gone up and down the block three times. I mean, enough. What was your favorite candy to get when you would trick or treat? Now, and will you take any out of your kids' bags? There that are you like? two candies that I love, always have loved, will continue to love, and will continue to take from my kids: Swedish Fish. Really? Oh, Swedish Fish to me is like the greatest candy ever invented. Love it, love it, love it. Do you it. like them when they're softer or harder? Doesn't matter. All right. Does not matter. Swedish awesome. Fish loves out Swedish of your fish. kids' bags and yeah. into yours. Matter of fact, to a point where they went to a party the other day, they came home with uh, party bags. And when I got home, I had four little bags of Swedish fish waiting for me. Oh, they put them aside for they you. They wait for That's yes. nice. They give them to me now. So Very that, nice. And I, I'm a sucker for a Nestle Crunch Bar. Oh, the thin, yes. crispy. Love it. That's a good one. That's on the, you know, A lot of people will not mention I agree. Nestle Crunch. I agree. But Very I underrated. love a thin chocolate. Yep. That's it, right there. With the crispies. Anything else? Eh. You could take it or leave it. Yeah, I mean, I like M&M's. I, mean, I like it all. It's fine. But those two, my favorite. I see. The you? I like a uh, Kit Kat bar. Yeah, pretty For good. sure. A Twix bar. I love those. And just those Did you a fan of two. the peanut butter Twix? I uh, You know, like I don't those. think I've had a peanut butter Twix. Really? In the red package? Yeah. You like that? No, I, I've seen them. I, I've not had them, though. But I love, uh, you could get in the 7-Eleven down the Jersey Shore area, dark chocolate Kit Kat. I've never seen that. Yeah. How about that? So you feel Excellent. like you're eating healthy. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so funny. You ever try getting, uh, like my girlfriend will sometimes get in the Whole Foods, the uh, chocolate bar that's like 85% cocoa that's supposed to be healthier? You know, because I, I don't go to Whole Foods oh, anymore. Oh, you don't? No. I'm, we, I, I don't live in a, uh, live in a land where I don't worry about when my paycheck comes in. I so see. I don't really go to Whole Foods you all that go to much. Whole Foods. I see. <laughs> so... No. No. Well, they have them in other stores as well, Jerry. (laughs) I look for dark chocolate Hershey's maybe. Oh, okay. That's that's not 85% cocoa. No, or the dark chocolate. Was it Brookfield? The dark chocolate covered fruit? Right? Yeah, I don't go the, for that. I have oh, seen those. I don't, you don't go for like those. That? I don't. I don't go for that. Even that, whether it's milk chocolate, dark chocolate, the the chocolate covered fruit is you get the a little uh, pomegranate. It's awesome. You I think that's like healthy? That. Well, of course it's not healthy. I ate, you know it's funny. Last year, I was driving from here to Harvard on a Friday for a Friday night game. Maybe I was going to Dartmouth, wherever I was going. I was going way up north, and I I packaged my food for the morning. And I left myself one of the protein bars for the ride. And I figure as soon as I get there, they'll always have pizza or sandwiches. No big deal. Have something to eat before I got to get back in the car to go to wherever it was, Dartmouth or Harvard, after the game. And so I didn't last. I had the protein bar at 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I'll be good. 11 o'clock, I'm fine. So I'm passing by. I needed gas. And sure enough, there's a little convenience area on 91, I-91. So I go in, kind of hungry. I'm like, I'm just going to get a little bag of pretzels. I'm going to be fine. And then I see this bag of chocolate-covered blueberries, dark chocolate, big bag. I ate the whole damn thing. On your ride. Because it was like you take a couple of them, you don't think anything of it. Ah, it's dark chocolate, not that big a deal. And then I looked at, like, the fat content and the saturated for one serving, and I had six servings. Right, you had the whole bag. I did not eat anything the rest of the night. I felt horrendous. But it probably kept you awake for the drive. It kept me awake, and it was good going down, but, oh, my God. That was that was, that was a rough evening. Hmm. Chocolate-covered blueberries. 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 <laughs> Blubbers? Blueberries. No, no, I'm going to do for Halloween, Jerry. 
I'm going to give out razor blades. <laughs> Wait a second. Remember we were all afraid of that when we were kids? Yes. Somebody put razor blades in the chocolate. I hear in this neighborhood they're putting razor blades in all the apples they're handing out. I'm handing out razor blades this year. How so? Harry's razors. <laughs> oh, I- <laughs> I'm going to hand them out to the fathers who bring their children trick-or-treating. That's what you're doing. If you come to my house, Jerry, you'll probably get German-engineered blades from Harry's right in your... Will you bring a pumpkin, plastic pumpkin, to collect your no, Halloween pillow, stuff or pillowcase? pillowcase size, okay, yes. well, I'm going to give out Harry's razors. You know what? Sounds good to me. Where do you live? Because here's the thing. Harry's razors are actually cheaper than candy. You know what? They are. In a lot of cases, they are. So that's what I'm doing. And you can get them. You don't even actually have to go to Al's house to get them. Oh, by the way, which I really don't think you want people going to your house. I don't. Please don't. Yeah, Yeah, please don't do that. Uh, You can actually get them online, and they're awesome because they come to your house every month. Trick-or-treating online, you say? Yes. And this is a treat. This is a treat. This is a treat for your face. I see. So you take your Harry's German engineered blades and you get yourself a nice clean shave for Halloween and really any time of year, Jerry, especially now the fall. The other day, I sometimes go a full week without shaving. I know that. And uh, this past week, I went a week and a day. Yeah, because you missed Sunday. I missed Sunday. You look like a mess on Monday morning. Because I was uh, at Craig's house watching a jet game. Mm. So Monday, when I finally did shave with my Harry's, I felt like a brand new man. You do, don't you? And yet... And you feel like you lost weight. Right. Yep. I looked like a... I felt like a brand new man, but looked like a boy. Because when you shave your face, clean shaven, you look young. Harry's is awesome. Mm -hmm. You look good clean shaven. You're 51. Let's not get nuts. You're not a boy. I'm sorry. 47. Let's not get nuts. Check this out, Jerry. (laughs) Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they're going to send you their popular free trial set, which comes with a razor five-blade cartridge, and shaving gel. You get your free trial set when you subscribe. You pay just $3 for shipping. Plus, Jerry, I have a special offer for post-game show listeners. Let me hear it. You do post-game at checkout, and you get yourself free post-shave bomb with your order. How cool is that? Very cool, Jerry. That's awesome. That's right. Post-shave bomb. Harrys.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S, harrys.com, use promo code POSTGAME. And can I just say one other thing about that? Yes, Jerry. Still just $2 per blade compared to $4 or more that you pay at the drugstore. Right. Uh, To be honest with you, that's the bottom line. They're awesome, and they're affordable. And they come right to your front door. And they come right to your front door. Like trick-or-treaters. Like what else do you need? Except you don't give them something. (laughs) They give you something. They give you the treat. They give you the treat. Exactly, Jerry. And there's no tricks here. At oh Harry's. Boy, you really should go into marketing. <laughs> uh, Jerry, police in New Orleans are on the hunt for a serial pooper. That's right. I thought we were going to get through one without no. this. Sorry. Well, what is this? This is either mean? a penis story or a pooping story. I mean, everybody is a serial that. Well, they're looking for um, a man who dresses as a woman and has been pooping on this one woman's front porch for a number of times now. I, you know. She finally set up a camera, and this is what she, how she describes the pooper. They're very big, about six feet one inches, and muscular. The poop? No, this is the actual oh. gentleman dressed as a woman. I was going to say, she's got a dinosaur coming to the house. No, no, no. This is the actual person. 
Six feet one inches muscular, she said. I've seen three different wigs and tight pants, a variety of tops, and a big bag. The woman has re- uh, filed multiple police reports, but they cannot catch this pooper in New Orleans. Now, why would someone do that, Jerry? Because people suck. That's why. But why continue to go poop I don't know. at I, the I, same I, house? Why do you do it the first time? Do you think she's going to end up knowing who this is? Could might be her husband. <laughs> Could be her husband. Could you imagine? He's muscular. <laughs> he just doesn't want to use the bathroom. I Honestly, I don't understand. Listen, I told you on West Street, right? Mm-hmm. The West Side Here Drive. Here in New York, yeah. There was a guy in the middle of the afternoon, in the middle of the... The dividing area with the flowers and the right there pooping. I mean, yeah. Why do people do this? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't understand. I don't even. I, so be on the lookout if you're going to New Orleans for vacation. Watch where you walk. Just watch out for the cereal poop. poop exactly. Yeah. And how about this study, Jerry, about squirrels? <laughs> Northern Arizona University did a study on squirrels. And they found out that male squirrels are lazy. That was the study. <laughs> okay. It's like most men. Male squirrels are lazy. They do nothing but roam around all day. While the women squirrels, they go out and get the nuts to bring back to the wherever. Squirrels have nests. They must. They go somewhere. They go somewhere. and they Right. They you got to sleep so f- somewhere at night. We have, uh, what are they called that the come out of this, that they get? Not nuts, but... Um... Acorns? Acorns, right? So they come out of the tree in my backyard. I mean, we're littered with them. The acorns. the acorns. It's amazing how one day they'll just be all over the place. And then you go out a few days later and either A, they're all eaten, or B, they're gone. It's like, what just happened to them? And uh, we have squirrels running around. Do they eat the whole nut of the acorn or they leave the scraps behind? No, they leave the top part. Really? They eat the, uh, we've watched them. You'll have a couple sometimes, and they'll be sitting there one at a time, and they throw it down. They grab the next one, and it's really wild to watch. So then you have a backyard full of acorn tops. We do. Yes, we absolutely do. And then I gotta, I try and clean them up. And Yeah. yeah absolutely. Hmm. Could you imagine being a squirrel? You ever think about being an animal? Yeah, I don't know. Like, they have such tiny brains. They must not know they're squirrels. Probably. That is what separates us from the animals, yeah. is it not? Or those types of animals, yes? Right. Right. They don't think too well. I'm always afraid. I have a... Uh, uh, a uh, sliding glass door in yeah. my uh, in one of my bedrooms that I call an office, and it leads to a very small porch. But I have a a screen, a sliding screen door, and I have a lot of squirrels. I'm afraid a squirrel's going to eat its way through my screen Could. door. Well, I don't think it'll come through the screen door. I don't. I really don't because I don't think they're that forceful. Unless they see something, they run after and they try to run through the screen. I don't think that would happen. Like, what I really if I don't. left eggcorns on my desk in my office? Would a squirrel try to bite through I, the I screen? highly doubt it. I actually don't think so. But you never know. I've told you the story when the squirrel got in our house. What? I never told you that? No. I'd freak out if I had a squirrel we had, in my home. In when I was growing up in a different house, we had a regular wood-burning fireplace. And one, the cage cap broke. On the roof? Yeah. And my father didn't replace it immediately. It was on the list. And so one Saturday afternoon, my mother, for whatever reason, was taking a nap or she was laying down. She didn't feel well. And she woke up and she sees this squirrel staring at her on the fireplace. Now, my dad in the day used to hunt a little bit. So we had one stuffed animal on the, not a big, it wasn't a big thing, but there was one thing on the wall. So she took a double take and just thought she was dreaming that the thing on the wall was walking around, and then she realized that's a squirrel. 
And I was upstairs, and I remember I remember the scream like it's yesterday. And it was, get out of the house, get out of the house. And so my father was outside cutting the grass. He comes in, what's the problem? Squirrel, squirrel, oh, my God. So everybody gets out of the house. I'll never forget, my father was my baseball coach. He goes into the trunk, and he grabs the baseball bat. He was going to hit There's no way you could hit a squirrel with a well, bat. Well, he tried. He didn't. He never got it. So, so he fast. goes into the house. He's got the baseball bat. We're outside waiting. Comes out like an hour later. And it's like a movie. Did you get him, Dad? No. So he had to call a friend from around the corner. He comes up. He's got the. He's got a big um, fishing net. They were trying to. It took four hours. They finally were able to chase the thing out one of the windows onto the roof and gone. It literally was all afternoon. And we went in. The carnage in the house. Right. It had was to be unbelievable. Chaos. My father. From what I understand, if I remember correctly, knocked over and just crushed one of our lamps, took a swing at it. Right. Probably looked like that Aaron Rodgers Couldn't commercial. catch it. Could not catch it until they finally were able to corner it and chase it out the window. Funny. Yeah. Squirrels, I think, would freak out if they got in your yes. house. Yes, of course. I went to school with a kid up through high school who had like um He ate squirrel? No, he had a scar on his forehead. Mm. And the rumor was that when he was younger, he tried to hit a squirrel with a stick. And it attacked him? And the squirrel ran up the stick and bit his forehead. Oh, that's not good. Paul Markovitz or something was his name. It's funny. You won't forget Paul Markovitz. Right. Because of that story. Or Markowitz or something like well, that. Well, you got it close enough. Paul. It really is something. And now you do a podcast with him. Uh, no, it's a different Paul. Oh, sorry. That's a different <laughs> Paul. That would be great, though, if he had a story of getting bit in the forehead by a squirrel. That'd that would be awesome. be awesome. Do we do one of these tomorrow? Uh, What's today, Wednesday? Tomorrow's Thursday. We, we will be here again tomorrow, Jerry. All right, so coming up next, the warm-up. Uh, Al and I broke down Tom Coughlin uh, on We Need to Talk on CBS Sports Network today. Quite frankly, I was awesome. That was good. You were uh, very fiery. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so that was pretty good, and hopefully tomorrow we'll be doing a Happy Met recap, and I will yes. see you later. Now do your silly uh, send-off. Oh, well, I don't know what you mean. Sue. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, game day for the Mets and the Giants coming up tonight at City Field. It will be the Wilds card game with Bumgarner and Syndergaard. Last night, good morning, Al Dukes. You had the Blue Jays and the Orioles, and you were so into it. Oh, hi, Jerry. What I was into is why would a fan in, where were they, Toronto, Jerry? Yes. He, there's a, a a fan out there lobbed a uh, Molson yeah. beer. Because he's a moron. A can of beer. At, how do you pronounce that fellow's name out there in left field? Kim? Uh, uh, yeah, that's it, Jerry. Yeah. You're so smooth with that. You're like an announcer. <laughs> I thought, Something like that. Now, Jerry, you go to Mets games. <laughs> yeah. I go to Mets games. Uh, I thought when you buy a can of beer... They pour it in one of those plastic cups so that you can't lob it at the left fielder. Well, I know around here, I, I'm not, I don't know about around the country, but around here, if you get a bottle, they take the cap. I mean, you still have the bottle, but... You know, Why you do they do take the cap? It. What's that going to So you do? don't throw the cap on the field. All right, but you can lob ice. a bottle at the guy's head. In theory, yes, you could. Oh, I see. And I don't... You know, usually if you get a beer, they, they sell those 16-ounce beers at the games for $40. Right. Usually they do pour them in a plastic cup. Yes. So I guess in Toronto it's different, or this guy brought it in somehow. But whatever the case may be, I mean, you couldn't be dumber. So it was a fly ball to left field, and, he, and a, a fan threw a full can of beer. And legitimately almost hit him. Almost hit him in the head. Yes. That would have knocked him right out. It would not have been good. And, and there's nothing good about it. And the fact that they don't know who it was and they can't find him, I don't buy that. 
that. Yeah, I think they will find him. They said he ran out of the stadium. Right. Well, here's an idea. Go run after him. Yeah, someone tackle him. Right. Although he may have had other beers in his pocket that he could have thrown at you if you were trying to track him down, Jerry. I suppose. I think Very be dangerous okay, out there. But really, and, and it, it really overshadows the game. Because you're in a great game. You go 11 innings, you get the game-winning home run from Encarnacion. You know, but we are stuck talking about this, this, and the fact that Buck Showalter didn't use uh, Britain, his uh, closer, who's got an ERA of like nothing. Yeah. Now, why is that, Jerry? You're a well, baseball guy. You love the MLB Network and th- such. There are some that believe your closer is to close the game out, and so if you're on the road, what do you do? Do you use him in the ninth inning or the tenth inning, and then you don't get the lead? He's done, and then you got to figure out a way to get the final three outs if you get the lead. The other point of that is. Yeah, but if you don't get to a lead, you're never going to use him, and that's what happened last night. He said they got him up and warmed up three times and never brought him into the game. I thought in these do-or-die situations, Jerry, all the rules go out the window and you use your best guys. Yes, and that's, oh. I think that's what Buck Showalter is going to be facing today because he answered a lot of questions about it last night, and I'm sure he's going to answer more about it today. Now, hopefully we get a similar sort of game tonight, Mets-Giants. You probably get 14-10 tonight. 14-10? Because everybody's expecting this to be one nothing right. and a total of four hits, and the game's going to take two hours and 20 minutes. I think we'll be sitting there at midnight with one of the teams up, you know, by three runs right. with a lot of runs scored. And the other big news yesterday, Jerry, was this Odell Beckham Jr. I yeah. guess he said he's no longer having fun playing football. This is taking on a life of its own. Yeah. I saw Bob Glauber. Yeah. He's a Newsday fellow, right? Yes. Good writer. A good writer. Mm-hmm. He was on uh, the on the pro football talk show. That the Mike Florio Mike show? Mike Florio right. does. And a Bob Glauber says that he went up to Odell Beckham and asked him if, he would, if he'd go see a sports psychologist. <laughs> To which Odell Beckham told him, "No, that I'm, I'm, my head is fine." Right? What He's just a, crazy. <laughs> what would a sports psychologist tell you? Listen, people go to psychologists and psychiatrists for a lot of different reasons. Maybe a guy thinks they can calm him down, and he can. Didn't you at one time, Al, go home and do some sort of oh, like meditative, meditative breathing to calm down and sleep more peacefully? Maybe a sports psychologist thinks they can make him play more peacefully. Like Odell, when someone shoves you late out of bounds. Think happy thoughts. Breathe in and <laughs> breathe out. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is this thing, it's not about the Giants anymore. Now it's about Beckham being a lunatic or not. And I don't know if you saw this, Jerry, but um, Tom Coughlin, his former coach, Went all in on him yesterday. <laughs> no, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. He was on We Need to Talk on CBS Sports Network. Oh, nice. Uh, with Lisa Leslie and Andrea Kramer. And it was it was actually really good. Uh, Summer Sanders, I think, uh, is on it as well. Do you and think that was good timing by them getting yeah, Coach Coughlin on or that they booked timing. him for that purpose? Oh, Dana Jacobson, too, is on the show. It was great timing. I don't, great timing. I don't know why they booked him. Now, they did ask him about the Bills thing, too. To which he said, that's a bunch of nonsense, because apparently they met at Rex's um, offering. Uh, it was his idea, but whatever. That's that's neither here nor there. The thing that gets me about this is, when I saw in the newspaper, you know, Coughlin calls, you know, um, Beckham a distraction. And then I'm reading it, and I'm like, boy, some of these quotes at the bottom look kind of good. And then I saw it was on We Need to Talk on CBS Sports. I'm going to see if I can find it. And it took two seconds to find it, and I found a good eight-minute piece. And I watch it, and I'm sitting there watching the piece. I'm like... 
Why is this a he could not have said more nicer things about Beckham? I ju, I'll just give you a couple of them. Here's him talking about Beckham, the player and the man. I don't think there's anything a kid can't do. Right. You know, and he's I a good kid. He's a good right. kid. I'm of telling course. you, he's a good kid. Well, it's he's a team guy in the in the team room and everything else. And now he also went on to say that Beckham got screwed Monday night. That there should have been a flag for a late hit. It wasn't his fault. If the refs do their job, this would have never happened. He's the fact that there was no more penalties after shows he's really maturing. He couldn't have said better. Things. So you feel like the newspaper headlines are misleading? But no, I, no, no. But to to uh, for argument's sake, there is a quote yeah, in I'll, the paper that says, "quote Yes, he is a distraction." Let me say. Let me let me let me put it to you this way. All right. Let's say you come over, tap me on the head, and whatever. And I look at you, and I'm and I'm laughing. I'm like you know, Al, you are such an a bleep, right? And I'm laughing. Now put that in print. I don't like you can that, take it any which way you want. It's not going to be the way I said it. It's kind of like when you're texting with people. Sometimes things get lost in translation. That's so, why you use emojis. So, Lisa, <laughs> yes, I guess at 47, if you want to use emojis, go right ahead. <laughs> so, Lisa Leslie brings up the point how she used to play with someone that was as passionate and energized as Beckham, and she's going to great lengths to say, as teammates, we loved it. But at the same time, you can start getting attention for the wrong reasons, and we needed to kind of harness that to where Coughlin then basically says this. For his own good, he has to do exactly what Lisa was talking about what? because his, he, he is a distraction. Mm-hmm. If you watch a game, the camera, unfortunately, is on the kid all the time. Right. That's the quote, and it was in reference to what she was saying. It's not like he came on the CBS Sports Network. We need to talk and say, this kid is such a distraction. Get him off the team. It was so opposite of that. It was he's doing everything right. He's getting better. And the one point he made, too, which was a good one, and I think this got lost a little bit uh, on Sunday, is the fact that teams, and I think Boomer brought this up yesterday, teams are now game planning against the Giants, and they're telling their cornerbacks, go get in his head. Right. And Coughlin said, now he's got to be smart enough to know, and I think he can do it, to not allow that to affect him. Now, another wide receiver, Jerry, Antonio Brown, he's been getting penalized for these uh, excessive celebrations. The twerking. Well, he was twerking one week and then pelvic thrusting this past Sunday. Right. So uh, Mike Tomlin uh, wants some uh, more info from the league as to what Antonio Brown can do. I thought you were on Twitter yesterday. It was awesome. Yeah, I said on Twitter, how about just give the ball to the referee? (laughs) Which is funny to me. Mike Tomlin seems like a no-nonsense kind of guy, kind of like a Coughlin type, that he could... I would think he would go to Antonio Brown and say, when you score a touchdown, give it a spike or hand it to the ref, and that's it. Like, I'm I'm surprised that Tomlin goes for this nonsense. Grinding and the thrusting. Exactly, the grinding and the thrusting. Sure. For uh, celebrations. Well, there's, I think there's a certain aspect to allowing these guys to have some fun. Long time ago with the Redskins and the fun bunch, it turned quickly turned into the no fun league. I mean, it's a lot of things have happened in the past with celebrations and I get it. And I think in Tomlin's case, you're trying to allow the player to toe the line or go right up to the line without going over the line. And I think he wants clarity on it. I'm with you just watching Mike Tomlin, the way he gives press conferences and the way he speaks to the media. I would think he'd be like, guys, none of that crap. It's about winning football games, but I guess there's a part of him that says, let them enjoy themselves and get it out of their system. Yeah, there are certain guys in the league, like a Bill Belichick, where I would think when guys are celebrating random first downs, that he would pull them aside 
Or bench them. Or bench them, right. <laughs> Cut them out, right? That's right. Yeah, I was very surprised by that, Jerry. I would love to see a Bill Belichick on the sideline of one of his players. Although, you know, you deal with, Gron- well, I guess Gronkowski really just spikes the ball. Yeah, he's a spiker. With massive force. I would love to see Belichick if Gronkowski started doing that. He's not taking him out of the game. Pelvic thrusting and And such. I guess that comes back to Tomlin. Are you really going to take your best receiver out just for doing something like that? I don't know that you do. No, you well, you don't, but you just got to get in their face and tell them to stop it. I guess you can. And Jerry, I want to follow up on a story uh, I believe you reported yesterday. That no, 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 that no, no, no. Rick no, Flair. No, no. You were, I didn't even oh, know I brought Rick it Flair up, was. Right. You brought it got up. Got it. I brought it up. Rick Flair in a podcast said that uh, Halle Berry had once uh, rode Space Mountain, <laughs> which in Rick Flair speak means that she had a uh, sexual liaison with him. Right. Uh, to which uh, Halle Berry's reps came out and said, number one, like you, Jerry, she does not know who Ric Flair is. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and that uh, she did not have any such liaison, Sexual liaisons. Yep. With the uh, former pro wrestler. Yeah, I mean, are we surprised by this? So evidently, he was faking it. This was everything I said yesterday. Oh, that There's it was made no up? There's no way that they would sit there and say, yep, it happened. No way. Especially as you then pointed out, he looks like a wax figure at this point. But did she have to be mean and say she never heard of Ric Flair? Well, what does that mean, if it's honest? Because the guy's limo riding. So what? Styling and profiling. If she honestly and truly doesn't know who he is, like, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know who that is. I've right. <laughs> probably never had sex with him. I mean, right? I would have then said, let me show you a photo of him from the 90s. Maybe that would refresh your memory. Because the name Ric Flair, she might not know. Maybe she didn't know what Road Space Mountain means. Apparently not. <laughs> You know what I know it means? It means it's almost time for oh. Boomer and Carton. They're coming up next on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Uh, we got 20 seconds. Uh, Mets, Giants, and Blue Jays did beat the Orioles 5-2-11 last night. We've got 15 seconds. Predictions. Go. Giants, Mets, your thoughts. I'll take Mets 3-2. 3-2. I hate to say this. I'm going to take the Giants. Oh, don't do that. 7-5. Listen to Boomer and Carton mornings from 6 to 10. Beningo and Roberts middays 10 to one and Mike Francesa afternoons one to six thirty, or catch their show podcasts anytime at play.it powered by your flagship station for New York sports the fan sports radio 66 and 1019 oh, FM WFAN and WFAN FM New York